When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Look, everybody, we yeah, we didn't have time to go uh, off there, and I wanted to not do that. Daryl Hammett is here, CB Live, Desert Ridge, this weekend, cblive.com, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. And dapper as ever, Daryl is here looking uh, as only Daryl can look in that hat. Ah, uh, he's... Would you call it dapper? I think it's dapper. I don't think many people can pull this off. I was going to call it slovenly. <laughs> you think this is slovenly? What do you I, think of me then? No, you look, you're always crisp. You actually are dapper. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. We have to straighten something out, you know. Oh, no. Absolutely, we do. I know. I heard that on the radio and I was looking yeah. in my pocket. I was like, I only got like 20 bucks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want my money back. <laughs> I, don't I want to make sure you're not mad at I me. I haven't had one of these in a long time. <laughs> something bad happened between us and I what? don't know what it was. What? Well, I went to your show with Frank Caliendo about five years ago, uh-huh. and I made a joke before seeing you before the show. I said, Frank's coming. He's right behind me. I said, uh-huh. he's coming to judge your show. And you pushed me. And then you I, walked away. Not a chance. I've never it wasn't my, a big push. It was I a little push. I never put my hands on anything. You said. <laughs> You're out of your mind, dude. You said, I'd never have put my hands on It wasn't on. a mean push. It was, a, it was just a reach up. And you said, why didn't you tell me that? And you got mad. And then, not from you, but later I hear that you were, like they said, that you wanted to cancel that show. Like you were upset. That's what I heard, and I wanted to make sure it wasn't like it, that's. This is coming from me trying to say I was never why, angry at why, you. What's with the ancient history, dude? That's what I want to make sure we're good. That you're that it doesn't live with you. That you hate uh-huh. me. Yeah, I just want to make sure you don't like you like you're cool with me. Uh, okay, just so we're clear on the air. I yeah. I didn't push you. Oh, I'm not worried about that part. It wasn't like a, I made it well, say a push. It wasn't like a bah, mean push. It was no, just like my a, hand. I didn't put my hands on you. All right, all right. We'll go against that, but that's fine. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just trying to make sure that you weren't mad at me. Are you but mad I, at me? Are you now mad at me because I said you pushed me? <laughs> yeah, that's a well. Way. I didn't say like that's in a mean way, like the way guys are like you, you butthead kind of thing. I'm lost, sir. Okay, I just wanted Can you to translate make sure. this for me. Do you understand that, Brady? I understood. Yeah, when you uh, came back and were talking about the story, and the same thing was 
I, you know, I, hope I know it wasn't okay. a push. I know yeah. what you're saying. It's not like yeah. it. I think the fact that you thought, oh, you did something wrong. Yeah. And I just want to make jo- sure I didn't joking. piss you off. He wasn't sure if it sounded like, oh, my, I don't know what the, I was said, he mad at me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think so. But yeah, I don't think you were. What? No. Yeah. Okay, good. Then we're all right. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want to make. I don't want to make it feel Seven bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. To, I uh, want to no. love you. I, I want to make sure that there's love in the room. You sabotage my on-air time. No, dude. no, no. We you're going to be fine with that. There's plenty of time. I'm just trying to make sure that you're not mad at me because I certainly had no issues with you. Mm. Now you are. See now how it works. Now you're angry at me. Well, I'm not. A- Do you want to push me? No. <laughs> I'll let you. It's okay. Because I like it was an idol. Is a good faith? I, yeah, I brought my money. And- <laughs> you were going to give me some cash. Now I'll still take the cash. I'm not against the idea of you paying me for this to be all right. No, I don't want it to be uncomfortable. I want to make sure we're good. Because I was crossed his arms. <laughs> I know. And now there's his a, arms are crossed. It's a now. defensive posture. How do I fix this? I'll push him for you. All you have I to am. do is say, "I still love you," and we're in good shape. No. <laughs> oh man, that's what I was kind of hoping for. We're in good shape. Are we not? Yeah, I just all right. Pushed? Well, it wasn't. You're making a team. You assaulted yeah. me, dude. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm not saying that's, that. not that's ridiculous. I'm not saying you assaulted me. I was like, like, it was a friendly thing, but then I heard later that it bothered you, and I wanted to make sure that you knew that I was never trying to be a jerk. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, we're good then. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if this bothered you. No, no. I, I just never pushed anyone. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I don't want you to dwell on that part. I'm not even, like, concerned about it. Okay. It's an allegation, friends. <laughs> it isn't an allegation. No. He's alleging. Let's not go down that road. I'm not saying that you physically assaulted well, me. Okay. I'm saying that as friends, we're allowed to breach that uh, little uh, barrier. It was no big deal. That part. I was worried that you were mad at me, and that's all. That it put more pressure that Frank was in there. Yeah. That other or guys that you were upset that Frank was not Fox, pal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I believe so that's we all remember that. That's right, and that's all I care about. All right. So we're we're cool. I still want we'll go your hat. A low vibrational on you. Yeah, man. I like how you keep looking at Brett like he's behind you for like you're you're a little concerned about him and where he's positioned. I wouldn't right. trust. I him. would be too. I don't trust him. What the hell? He's yeah, Italian. I know. I agree. So <laughs> just so long as that's that good, I just him. wanted to make sure make sure we're okay because this is that moment where I actually do kind of think the world of. I've said you're a Mount Rushmore guy. You're a Mount Rushmore of voices, and I didn't want to be on the other end of that. Going Daryl. Half minutes. Well, you're not helping. Trying to sell tickets. You're not helping. Eight and a half precious You minutes. could tell me, look, we're good, dude. It's I love you. Studio. <laughs> All right. Well, I just wanted yeah, to get I that off my chest. Scenario Speedwagon here yeah. 11 minutes after. Well, how am I supposed Kevin to? Kevin Cronin to the boys. Daryl, let me ask you this. What if you were mad at me and I just ignored it? Huh? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just wanted to make sure we're good. That's all. Crisp, savvy, motivated individual. I am. And now you don't think that of me? I don't know where you're going with Well, I just wanted to say I'm sorry if I upset you. That's all. Apology accepted. Yeah, just say that's good. This is making Brady very uncomfortable. Okay. I just, we're good. Are you all right? (laughs) Well, see, I just want you to tell me that that I love you. That's it. That you just say, John, you're good. Uh, say, John, what? We're all right. Everybody, we're, we're happy. Good. Okay, that's all I needed. Now we can be normal. Freak show. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> now you're calling me names. <laughs> Eleven and a half yeah, minutes. I in. am a freak show, and it's only been six minutes. We're good. We're all right. So how are you now, Daryl? Uncomfortable. Uh, I'm sort of okay. Um, yeah. Is everything going well in your life? <clears throat> I 
I think as well as can be expected. I mean, uh, you know, I lost a couple of big projects during that thing that the COVID plague that yeah. I still sort of nurse a grudge over. But what'd you lose? There's going to be a play about my book. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. Were you going to be like the? You're not in it. I, it was like it was going to be a one man show. No kidding. And um, we developed it first at La Jolla Playhouse, and then. It was going to be. It had. There was big plans for it with big people behind it, and I, I know I'm not the only person in America. Yeah, that this has happened to. So yeah, but why it's happened to you? I I think yeah. we know what we're talking about. My one man show was also canceled, mm. but it that, wasn't from canceled. a lack of interest. Huh? On my end, it was a lack of interest. Yours probably had a massive uh, interest, and then COVID killed it. Mine, nobody really was interested. <laughs> you don't want to play with me today. <laughs> The theater closed, John. <laughs> oh, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Somebody has to have interest in this. It's a great story. Your book's incredible. Mm. Your stories are amazing. So this will come back. I wouldn't worry about that. Hey, listen, I don't know. You know, you never know about stuff like that. Yeah. Getting giant players in the same place at the same yeah. time on the same schedule is not that easy to do. Yeah, not at all. But I wouldn't fret because it's a great story, so eventually it will be told. I'm sure. Well, okay. I hope so. <laughs> you don't <laughs> sound ultimately confident with anything. There was that I movie say. on Netflix that got a lot of play. Which one? Called Cracked Up. Cracked Up. Is that You're about? Not familiar with that? I did not. No, I don't know what is this. Yeah, it trended for like months. Really? What is it? It's a story of my life in ninety minutes. Oh, is it? Did you have something to do with it, or is it somebody doing a story of your life? These. Geraldine Dreyfus, Regina Scully, Michelle Ezrick, these people make these movies that get nominated for Oscars routinely. Yeah. I mean, they're fantastic at it. And they, they made a story, they made a, a movie about my book and my life. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. And did you, were you pleased with that? I mean, it was harsh, but it was, yeah. it was accurate. Is it? Well, what about it is uh, like when the harsh parts come up, do you want that relived? Is, I know that part of the book is going to come Well, I don't again. watch it. I mean, I, I watched it. Twice and and it upset me both times. So, yeah. Uh, so what I upset never, you? Because you know it already. And if they're going to make a movie, you agree to see to that. it highlighted in such sharp relief. You're like, oh, all right. There's the car wreck again. You know, it's right. like yeah, car wreck. Reliving photos. it. You're like, well, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. When you volunteer for the triggers, though, it's kind of rough to like relive them, and so you don't watch probably. Well, you know, the whole idea was they said it would help people. Yeah. And I'm sure you hear from tons of people who have lived, like, on the edge. The, they say that it helped a lot of people. Yeah. Like, world, it was in six countries. So. Yeah. Did it help you? Mm, I think it was part of a bunch of things that yeah. helped me. So part of your one-man show would be reliving that again. That's the problem with it. Yeah. You know, I, I told them, I, you know, I, there's a pretty, really famous actor that wants to play the part. And... um the idea was that I would debut it in the village, and then this famous guy would take it further. Right. And oh, did so you, you agree could, with oh, who they wanted, or, or, huh? or did you get to pick the person? I picked. The, I mean, it, it happened organically. We were doing a podcast together, and I, I brought so it up, and he was like, "He was like, he's got this hit." I mean, nobody really knows this guy's a really good impressionist, and um, I loved it. I loved the idea of it. Yeah. Who do you? Who, can you tell us who it was? You can't. I don't say. think I should. Okay. You know those big people; they get all yeah, they, they get, get upset off, about that. Awfully contrary. Yeah. Once in a while, at why least is it lawyers that, and agents do? Why is it you can't just say, "I'd love to have this guy do that job"? I did say that, and they yeah. said that, and they get mad about it. 
Who? I'm just saying, do they get upset? Because it seems like everybody I talk to is like, well, who would you like to do that? Like, or is it crossing over say. with uh, whatever company that wants it? They're, that guy's not in their stable or they have to contact someone Boy, else. Well, it does work like that. Yeah. yeah. So it you just really, do- really does. Everyone's got a turf. Yep. Yeah. And it's just uh, – so you're looking forward to this, but it was disappointing because COVID kills it. Uh, it was a – I would say the high spot of my – Professional life's prime, yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And so you're, this is not fun for you to try to bring well, it back. Well, I mean, you know, it's hard. You look, thank God I can do stand-up and have yeah. fun and enjoy it. Because so. the last time you were in, I think some of the things that happened on um, and in your book and the program uh, cracked up, you told a couple of those stories, like in the height of the Clinton time on SNL yeah. is where you had the lady – yeah, the lunatic uh, that, was, that was yeah stalking, and that I mean that story's unbelievable. The stalker, yeah, yeah. Had the, the, they had to have that person that, that thought, thought they were you killing were Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah, and couldn't differentiate the two. Yeah, they, that's one of the things they told me when I first got in there was you know believe it or not they, there are people out there who really will on a cellular level believe that you're that person. Yeah, it's nuts. And do they? And so the people now who are doing SNL now are. Warned of the Daryl Hammond history, saying, "My God, this happened to him. It could happen to you. You're going to do Trump. They're going to certainly not the only person. Yeah, that yeah. they've had oh, Secret yeah. Service come escort in and out because they were worried about you. That's I remember that story when you said, "Oh that. hell yeah, yeah, yeah. that's insane." I'm going into under, under, underground garages. Yeah, and you had no idea the wow. level. Like some of those things, like these are stories you're told that you don't believe in. Like this stuff happens. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was one who uh, was was uh, pretending to be. Um, my niece, um, she was from Turkey. She was a Turkish woman. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the cops down there were like, Daryl doesn't have a brother, you understand? <laughs> <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. (laughs) So if you come back one more time, you're going to get arrested, you understand? Which normally in New York City has some weight. Yeah. Well, the person did come back. And so they arrested her, and of course, when they took her down to Midtown, Midtown North, discovered her credentials weren't even real. They were not real. Jeez. And I said to this cop, this guy, Eddie, this friend of mine, I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, it means she doesn't exist. She ain't wow. Real. She's not a thing. Oof. Yeah, she wanted. She came here for like three weeks in a row looking to meet you, and she doesn't exist. Yikes. What's the f- most fun you've ever had on Saturday Night Live? Because it all sounds like, oh, the stories we all hear are like you went through this, you had your time. I think you Gladiator cutting. Camp, you don't feel like there's a lot of fun in it. I mean, yeah. you get some, like, you know, years later, I can get some enjoyment. Yeah. But do you look back with enjoyment or do you look back and go, what a chaotic nightmare? High pressure. Because you, you probably went through more than anybody I've ever heard from that show as far as personal Plus, a crazy outside influence of the the lunatics that were chasing you around, and I mean that that was an odd time in your life. Let alone SNL being part of it, right? Yeah, I mean, I had three star, and the the last one was the one that shook me so much. I remember I was supposed to play Dennis Hastert on the air that night, 
And uh, I couldn't. You know, there's people walking around in the stands with guns. I because mean, serious the dudes. threats were that real, huh? The threats were that yeah. real. Oh, that, that's pretty real. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. That the people walking around with guns were because the threats were absolute, legit threats. Yeah, that, and that they, makes you not they really don't want to be funny, does it? You know, they really yeah. try to downplay everything. Um, sure. And yeah. then you feeling that? That's and I'm up there doing there. Dennis Hastert in my own voice. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to talk. I can't talk. <laughs> right. I can't talk. There's a guy up there that looks like, like a. God, like like you would think an assassin yeah. would look like. Yeah. Doesn't everyone look like an assassin? And he's he's packing. Yeah, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, I, I just be, wanted to tell. Time. I just wanted to tell jokes. Yeah, you understand? Like I have, I got some jokes. Yeah, do you think it's the like, the political ramifications were being like people were mad you're making fun of them, or they just lost human beings, or did it play into the like the whole he's against the politics? This guy's. Or are they just nutballs? I, I think anyone that no, which stock the the, well, any, the one any, that didn't exist? You know, yeah, the one that doesn't exist. But the people that are willing to say I'm going to kill you because of you know this, this, and this, and it's mainly because of political character. Nobody's well, ever going to do that because you're no, doing Jack Nicholson. Almost no one goes that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. They scare the hell out of you, but almost yeah. no one goes so far as to cross that line because that's not protected speech. No. And doesn't it seem like that when somebody's threatened your life by sniping you? Everyone looks like a sniper. I would imagine looking out at an audience, I'm like, everybody here is trying to kill me. What will make you feel freaky is when you get like photos, like Polaroids in the mail, and they took, and you could see that someone was close to you. Of you. Yeah. Oh. oh. Did you ever see that documentary, uh, that cat one, where uh, that guy that killed a cat? And don't then, mess with don't cats. Don't mess with cats. And then this lady that was on to what he had done. Uh, he sent her a video. I'm going to get funny in a minute. Yeah, okay? it's all right. It's all right. No, no, no. <laughs> these are good. This is some clips for your Instagram in yeah. a second. You can hit pause. We're having a conversation. But in, we'll in, be back right yeah. after the break. Well, we're killing cats right now. It's hilarious. No, the uh, the walking behind her with a camera and filming her and sent it to her and said, I'm right behind you. I'm, I know where you are. You don't know where I am. And it's like, I'd never leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be terrible. That was really, really hard. I had to move my family upstate. Yeah. And I continued to work in the city. Um, what makes you want to go back to that? Because for a while there, they're like, you were going to go back and do Trump and then... Because some part of you that has worked your entire life to be good enough to do this just doesn't want to give it up. Really? Even with that, you're it's like really people, good at it. It's like yeah. asking people in Miami what or New Orleans, why do you live there? Yeah. The hurricanes. I agree with that. Leave. But the good times outweigh the, yeah, I you know, that risk. They're like, know, no, this is my home. Yeah. Jeez, I don't yeah. know if snipers are, are going to outweigh much of anything. If somebody told me you do this job, I'm going to keep the windows in place. You got a sniper waiting on you. You'd be like, ah. yeah, somewhere, somewhere there's, there's a fine line unwrapping yeah. a rifle from a towel, <laughs> right, yeah. in a hotel room, <laughs> and he's watching you, and you yeah. don't know what he looks like or when he's, he's going to pop you up. You on right. his mind. So by all means, you got to do this 20 minutes, yeah. man. It's so worth yeah. it. Show up at the same place every day. He's no threat. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to function. Um, you're right. Yeah. So you're okay now. I mean, I think ultimately that's what, you know, got me to leave. I was like, I, I, you can't deal with that. I can't do it. Mentally, it had to stress you Like, I don't want to be in danger because I'm practicing my craft. Yeah. Are you in good, are you in a good place now? With what? Like just you. I think in general I'm okay. Yeah, you're all right because you've you know had your your demons obviously through the book and everything else everybody knows. But to, like, is Daryl Hammond happy you, today? What, what, how would we know if I was okay? I don't know. Like, what's what? What does health look like? 
Because I hat's, feel like I'm doing kind of okay. Yeah, I think the hat and the look, I think you look healthy. I think that's a thing. You kind of got a James Spader thing going today. Oh, really? Well, yeah. thank you. Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so reluctant to admit how good that felt. <laughs> yeah. The black. Are you bad at compliments? Uh, probably, but, but I mean, I was like, Spader, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, all right. And nobody's really ever knocked out a Spader. <laughs> all right, James Spader, all right, yeah. Yeah, as far as, as far as, uh, you know, uh, impressions go, Spader seems like somebody, uh, that should be get, and nobody's really knocked out a Spader, have they? I, I haven't heard of one. I haven't either. I haven't, and that seems like he's got a very distinct tone and it would be something. I mean, some people are famous, become more famous for what they say rather than how they yeah. say it. Yeah. It's just something that happens and no one knows why. I mean, like Bob Costas, you know, <clears throat> we had like a, it was like a nightmare trying to do him Yeah, because his, the guy's got perfect speech and really, how are you going to make fun of that guy? Yeah. How yeah. do you make fun of a family man who's worked really hard and, and has a, a, a great rep in every quarter? Right. I guess the only thing that would go is maybe he's short. Well, the and, gift in the business, the I gift think he tried to give. Was I mean, pink like, eye. listen, I we did him on the air once because the writers wrote a really clever sketch and they he worked. Yeah, you know. So afterwards, like the following week, I get this call in my dressing room, and you hear this. It's it's Costas. What? And, and he doesn't even say, "Hey, it's Bob Costas." I pick up the phone. He goes, "You've got the great couple. You've got the great Clinton. You've got the great Gore." But you can't do me. <laughs> you, you've tried to do me, and you failed utterly. Yeah, he's like a lexicon too. Like you got to come up with words you would never even think of to do Bob Costas. How did, how did you respond to that? Yeah. Knowing that you're saying like, you he's perfect joking. speech, Brady, I know exactly. He shoved the man down. <laughs> you assaulted him on the. I was like, you have perfect speech. There's nothing wrong with you. You're. You know, you wear the mantle of good guy, works hard, does well. Yeah. In America, that's the most unimpeachable thing you can be. Yeah. yeah. And it's I mean, also it just entertaining. Is. It's just nothing you can find that's entertaining about that. Yeah, but, man. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some impressions, like you want those people because they're everywhere. They're well-known. They're household names, especially now because household names are getting so broken out. Between like, like impressions are hard now because there isn't that. Tell me what you mean by that, household. Well, like a household name where it's like no matter what demographic or anything, they know Bob Costas. Whereas right now, with TikTok influencers and and internet comics. programs. Right, and 800,000 things on Netflix. It's like there isn't a thing. Like we're not all on the same page like we used to be. Everybody used to watch the same shows the same night. I remember several years ago, and I'm not sure I'll share the context, but someone very, very powerful that I've known in my world said to me, you know – we're in the shiniest toy in the bin era. Yeah. Okay. You gotta go viral. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. I don't care. It's true. You can't just put on a good show. You got to. You got to be able to compete with the three-headed calf. Yep. It's and it's. There's no gatekeeper on what is presented. It's just. Right. And I think the tough everything. thing for the people that have been in the business all the years is that the, that viral trumps yeah. fifteen years of hard work or to where you're. At and now someone wants to watch some guy on a skateboard with yeah. ocean spray and right and, and he's doing nothing yeah like the entertainment was that an was actual that was an actual yeah. thing and the, and, man, the, and the guy now uh, released a rap song and paid yeah. Snoop two hundred and fifty grand for sixteen words that's what it yeah. cost to hire Snoop to go and I think you see too in clubs you know that you'll be doing shows with people who really kind of haven't done comedy yeah but they have a nice Instagram following and they'll 
pack the house. And yeah. the house is packed. Because clubs are, are... And the owners just flipping through the bills They going, are whores. I'm good. And they yeah. love the money. Yeah, don't get why. it, yeah. but... Hey, if the audience shows up, that's seats. all they care about. They don't care if you have and a And they had a good time. Yeah. Seeing their people. Yeah, and that's it. And that's why it's all, it's all fractaled down into these weird little super small What's, cells of entertainment. What do entertainment. we do about something like that? I, don't, I, don't, I think... I don't I, know. And that's the thing that's crazy is I don't know that those muffins go back in the tin. I think now the hi- the hyper focus. Is that the same as toothpaste goes back in the tube? It can be. <laughs> I just was thinking I'm hungrier for muffins. All right. <laughs> I would rather have muffins. I already brushed my teeth. Yeah, I've eaten my Fair enough. toothpaste. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted, uh, I, like I think now the key is to hyper focus on your group. Instead of trying to grow it out to areas that don't know who you are, mm-hmm. you hyper focus on people who do. And it's different. Yeah, now. I mean like I th- it was about, uh, let's see, it's been 15 weeks now. Uh, the the I had a blocked artery, and they did this really severe surgery on me. Yikes! And uh, ever since then, that's all I've thought about was like, oh my god, I'm alive. Yeah, that's the weirdest feeling in the world. Was it a good feeling or bad feeling? <laughs> right. No, no it's a really good feeling. Yeah. But, but that you take that you just take life for granted. You know, as as I I'm in a, I have yeah. And and to to have six doctors standing over you, you're like, what the hell is wrong with me? So what have you changed hmm? since then? What have you said? Here's what here's what's different about Daryl Hammond. Was big of a a hole. You were an a hole. No, nah, I was a little snippy. Were you? Well, I, I don't know. I've I, never I, experienced that. I, I I don't know that that. <laughs> I, I think there's some. There's at least one woman who would. Oh. Say, some lady spreading rumors about Daryl Hammond. That's what we're saying. And she says you're a bit of an a-hole. She'd say, uh, she'd say I'm maybe self-centered. Really? Well, there's always one. But, but there's a big difference between self-centered and bored. You're at a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you paying attention to me? Yeah. Like, huh? Of course I'm not. Attention to you. No, yeah. I was paying attention to you, man. You know, so like, what happened to Donna at work like, again? Don't ever tell. You're like, please don't yeah. tell that golf story. Man. <laughs> yeah. Please, that. Please. So you're no longer like this. I assume is a wife or girlfriend. That oh, finds something you, like yeah. that. And yeah. she got mouthy on some internet thing, huh? And we don't want to tell you. And you can't defend. But that's that. the one that hit home for you. You realize, wait a minute, maybe I was, or um, and you feel better after the life changing, but I, but, but altering I, experience. I know that it, a lot of my life, I, I have been certainly. But, I mean, when you grow up in a house and there's a lot of abuse going on and there's no one that's going to help you, and particularly the people in church, after a while you start looking out for yourself. Right. Yeah. Which is not good for when you're that young, man. Do you feel like apologizing to someone now? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I've – look. kind of hoping. I have, certainly, <laughs> I have certainly had the conversation I needed to have with that person. Yes. And it's I'm sorry for down. my part in any disagreement between us. I can't do. It's not like I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to do right, but how do you go about not being as big an a hole? Huh? How do you go about not being an a hole anymore? You feel guilty about it? Oh, you just bad. have guilt about it, and then you like you catch yourself doing it more. No, I, I don't do it that much. Yeah, that much anymore. What was your What was your go to a hole move? Just being aloof. I I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Done the. I mean, done the business. Kind of create that. That it's like you just become numb to a lot of the stuff that people will think you're an a hole if you don't respond to them properly. You know, or they thought, oh, he didn't say hi to me, or he didn't want to take a picture with me, or do the voice. If hey, I, do the most inconceivable thing in the world 
when you're starting out and you're you're making the little progress bit by bit by bit by bit years going by slow progress but you're making progress cuz you're improving your product you know there was a 12 year period where i did this thing where i tried to make one improvement a week no matter how small i mean or just I really better yourself, worked, huh? You just better yourself on a regular basis. Trying to get, right. trying to be better at what I was doing, you yeah. know, and and um, you know, I got good enough to get on Saturday Night Live. Um, but um, when you're going through that, and then finally you get hold of it, you don't really realize that there's a good chance that someone wants what you have. You've already done the work. There's a really good chance that someone yeah. wants what you have. And, uh, you know, I have to say, you know, I've had some disappointments. But, I mean, by and large, like, I uh, I p- get paid to do a job with p- people I like working with. You get to goof around for a living. I, you know, I have health insurance. And I have <laughs> – There's that, too. Little things. Yeah, that's and, I, and I have, you know, dental insurance and I have um, – a nice, you know, a comfy apartment. You know, it's not a yeah. palatial domain. But I don't know how much better, you know, when you really think about it, besides my own, you know, personal, you know, grievances about, yeah. over certain things. I don't know how much better you want God to treat you. Like yeah, you've had, a, like people, like in this country. This per- yeah, it's the first it's world great. problems yeah. type of thing mentality. I'm saying, look, there's people. My life compared to a billion other people yeah i mean to get paid you know i'd say pretty well to do a job that requires um not that much time you know that's that's not and, and like i said and the benefits of it i don't know it's yeah, a pretty good situation find joy in what you're doing and this you know i i listen to this podcast called you must remember this and they it's the first hundred years of hollywood and you you hear the stories of how careers ended you know or, or or evened out, you know. Once you come down that arc, you know you've you've been on Melrose Place, you've been on Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, you know, and and then you don't have another series where the term "enjoy your fifteen minutes" yeah. came from, basically. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? And then, um, what what um, as far as that goes, when you're listening to hundred years of history, mm-hmm. and now the current stuff, because when you'd come in here and John would throw a voice out every now and then. It's funny, amazing. Something catches your ear, and you're like, "I want that." And then you could would go back and work on that. I mean, that's got to be one of the things that you did for SNL. What has caught your ear recently of someone that you're like, "Oh, I think I can get this guy down." I'll tell you something. This is this is sort of a weird story, but uh, I'll see if I can convey it. Let me have another shot of touring. <laughs> Hit your monster, and I'll say, <laughs> Daryl Hammond's at uh, CB Live at Desert Ridge right, this, this weekend. This is the tour the touring. Moment. It's kicking in. This morning show. This weird thing happened. I was watching um, this movie, um, Duck Soup, by Groucho Marx. Classic. And in the movie, Groucho has this line with a hey, nanani and a hot cha cha. <laughs> and I thought to myself, that's exactly how Trump. Should finish every time he talks. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Because if you, you know, if I have friends who are Trumpers, okay, yeah. that's not about that. But if you really listen to this master communicator, he's not saying nothing. 
Yeah. I mean, he really isn't. He's doing like this, these weird, like these word salads, like, you know, dogs. A lot of people like dogs. I like dogs. Cats are not nice. <laughs> <laughs> He jumps around. Huh? He jumps around. No, it's like a Doctor Strange yeah. thing. It's yeah. like, east is east, west is west. <laughs> you take cranberries and stew them like applesauce. <laughs> Who do what you- the hey, nani and a hot cha-cha. <laughs> do you have anybody you're doing like you're working on right now or you want to get right now that you're like, man, that's been almost evading me, but I've got it and I just don't know how no, to place it. No, I don't. Yeah, you don't have anything that you're like looking at that you've regretted not doing more of or you see somebody now? Because I've got a couple that when they get older, you're like, why didn't I do that before? Like, why didn't I see those before? And it seems well, like why don't you be more specific? Well, like Tommy Lee Jones is one that I have no idea what to do with it. Do you but, have one? Yeah, it's basically his speech from the end of No Country for Old Men. Okay. Where he says, uh, I had dreams about my dad last night, uh, two of them, which is peculiar, because I'm 20 years older than he ever was. I have nothing to do with that voice other than to make him, we make him Tommy Lee, uh, drummer for Motley Crue, Oof. which is just a hybrid. Know, and that's how oh, I you don't have an angle on it. There's no angle. And oh. it's just like you get to that thing, you're like, I really like Jeff this Jeff Teriyaki, Betty. <laughs> yeah. But the angle is. The game's the game, yeah. dude. <laughs> The angle is that he's Tommy Lee and he's in the sex video with Pam Anderson and he doesn't know what to do. You know, is it, 20 I just, years old. I, don't, I think you got the wrong Tommy Lee here. I'm going to go ahead and try to honk the horn with my dick, but I don't think that's going to fly. And then she's, you know, it's just the whole back and forth. But there's nothing to do. And if some of them come along and you just don't have anywhere to go with them, but they're fun. Do you have any of the, like the ones that you're like, I got an impression there's nothing to do with this guy. Oh, there must be a hundred. Yeah. Because Bob Costas, you kind of said, almost similar to that. It's like, what do you do with them? I mean, I'm you know when I was doing the show, there were a lot of them that I learned that that I really loved doing. Yeah, you know, but um, I love the Tommy Lee. Yeah, that's oh, great. Golly, thanks. <laughs> do you See, do the do, you do the the fugitive speech? I've done I've done it, and it's just it seems uh, doghouse out yeah, house, farmhouse, house. Yeah, cat cat house. house. Yeah. doghouse. Average foot speed of a man. That's when he was a little bit more. Yeah, he was a little more speedy, a little more up to average Dog foot speed. Ha- but, but he, and he, you could get it because it's Bill Clinton. He, he didn't have the old man yet. No. I mean, he, he was like, doghouse, farmhouse, yeah. hen house, cat house. house. five-mile radius. Your but, fugitive's name is Dr. Yeah. Richard Kimball. Yeah. 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 Average foot speed, three miles an hour. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a great speech, but I feel like that one would be one that you're just, again, I'm just trying to bark up a tree to find something. I tried for like a year to, to get make that funny, and people just yeah. like... They're clapping like it's a magic act. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I enjoy the speech. <laughs> yeah, it's a speech. You're just giving his speech. I enjoyed again. your yeah. unfunny speech. Thanks for right. coming, everybody. It becomes karaoke at that point, and you're just basically yeah. doing a karaoke. Thing. Well, I just did the speech. I got nowhere to really dance with that one. Oh, been there, pal. Yeah. Things, things are tough all yeah. over in Slovenia. Therapy, Daryl. I'm not trying to get sympathy. I'm just saying. I'm asking questions. I'm not trying. I don't things need a hug. all over in yeah. Slovenia, pal. Yeah. What's one you do that you're like, man? This didn't catch on, and it's brilliant. Huh? <laughs> you got it. You got to have a couple. You're like, I think this is great, and I'm not sure anybody else gets it. Damn, I don't know. Yeah. Because I love like your your Chris Matthews one always mm-hmm. had me as like one of the mm-hmm. best impressions ever. People loved it. But did well, they? that's right in the Barney Five zone, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gets into that. It's just so over the top, but it's him. Yeah. <clears throat> How does that go? Yeah. <laughs> but Andy, I didn't mean to shoot Aunt B. And <laughs> all, Andy. And- so uh, you go from there to, ha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same place. Yeah. Same place. Uh, you're at uh, CB Live at Desert Ridge tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. I'm glad we seem okay. 
I'm happy about that. That means that means something to me. I just don't know. You got to accept that for me too. You can't be upset about that. Was that, I was, that I was I've bothered by you in high esteem, and that's why I wasn't. I wasn't happy that I thought you were mad at me. Okay, that's all. That's all I was saying. I was trying I'll to run with it, guys. I like well, him a thanks. lot. I want him to do yeah. well. Here, look, Daryl, thanks for making that so easy for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> CBLive.com. That's where I go. Leave us with words of wisdom, Daryl Hammond. Um, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got a string of questions now where that bitterness yeah. comes from. Well, I'm happy to answer. Oh, well, let's go with that. Are you still angry about a recent divorce? A <laughs> A no, much there, earlier divorce. Who are you talking about? There was someone I I was with during COVID who was um, an, an active professional and con- meaning concealed it from me. Hooker I was like, or... trying to have a relationship with this person. <laughs> oh wow! She was an active paid professional. Yes. No kidding. Mm-hmm. A prostitute, if mm-hmm. you will, mm-hmm. and you didn't know that. He not saying a, not blame you. Were, like were she you did a, a freebie for a while. Yeah. Or how did that? Uh, did you how pay? Did you not know. Did you get a tab at the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weren't billed. Yeah, maybe. No, you don't know, maybe because you don't want to know. Yeah. Wow. I mean, once you start getting really, really involved, and you, you're you're noticing certain things like that are just, I wonder what that means. Like, why do you take a shower every time immediately <laughs> after we have sex? <laughs> Makes you feel dirty after a while. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I take that like as a compliment. Immediately. <laughs> After sex. I've done something like, right. I'm going to go in the living room and uh, smoke a cigarette. I'm going to take my shower. Because <laughs> she's got to go to work. And I'm like, well, wow. <laughs> but it's two in the morning. So your advice is don't date anyone that may be or was once a prostitute. No, I, I don't know. Really maybe. good advice, Daryl. I, I, do you think? <laughs> I think that's pretty sound. <laughs> That's parenting Those are words of wisdom. wisdom. That's really <laughs> knocking the words of wisdom silly well, right there. was like, I mean, Daryl, when, when you want to get high, you really want to get high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how in the hell do you not How did you find out? We ran into a client of hers. And he by accident. openly offered or well, told no, you? He, no, he just was looking at her the way I would be looking at him. Oh, He was okay. like, what? What are you doing? Walking with Daryl Yeah. And holding Daryl Hannah's hat. Right. Like that look, and I'm like, what does that mean? What it's did like, you uh, it's think? It's like your soul knows before your brain will take accept it. What did you think she did for a living? I thought she she had a – well, she did have a job. What was Val, it? I, I can't say that. Oh, I don't okay. want to identify her. Oh, Okay. What? Too specifically, but you know, like I've spent the last year of my life really sort of researching what happened, and you really? know, well, yeah. that's a pretty big hit to take psychologically. Oh, you try it sometime. Oh, I don't want to. I will not. You told me not to, so I'm going to follow your advice. No, you try it, man. Right. You, one day you're just like you. you're just like okay. So the person I'm in love with doesn't exist, right? I've been played. I've been conned. Yeah, or she exists, and she also exists elsewhere. Now you're making me, you know, my anniversary, my 16th yeah. wedding anniversary was yesterday. Now i got to yeah. look back. Yeah, see, make sure she's not a prostitute. 18 years! Yeah, I should ask more questions. Have you ever, like, just looked in her purse for a second and found, like, $8,000? <laughs> No, I haven't. That's, that that's would make a good, me happy. Okay. 20s and 50s. Terrible yes. red flags. Yeah. What's that a red flag for? I'm like, well, how are we doing this? I'm going to retire. <laughs> that's, right. that's why it's yeah. a red flag. And also the really profound skill used when you're, you know, you're in the middle of, of a, a particular sex, sexual. Dude, yeah. you should have been taping this. Yeah, yeah no kidding, Brad. No. 
you're in the middle of a really profound sexual act and you're like a how did you yeah. do that that's also magic. I, know, I would like, think how do you make me feel like I'm 14 years old in the throes of passion I think when she called you sir too many times also was probably a dead giveaway <laughs> All right, I'll laugh at that, but that's, not, that's really not funny. That's really funny. That is really cold. That is actually really funny. You are cold. You know that, though. But that's cold. pretty funny when your wife calls you sir. That's a that's a sign. That's just mean. <laughs> and you loved it. Uh, Daryl Hammond is at uh, Desert Ridge. Thank you. I'm glad we're good. I'm happy to see you. Uh, I want you. I'm just. You're so uncomfortable with uh, an apology. You're so uncomfortable with that. It was Daryl. It's a happy moment. Well, I like him anyway. It's Daryl Hammond, everybody. It's CB Live this weekend. Thanks, man. It's ninety-eight. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.